Hey, our combine coverage 2022 continues. J.J. Stangovitz, I'm Matt Taylor on Radio Row, and we are joined now by the awesome Cynthia Freeland, NFL Network analyst who does so much, and you are so good at your job. We're all big fans uh, as we watch the NFL Network very, very religiously throughout the, the Colts season. Welcome to Indianapolis. What do you think of everything that's back in to normal, so I'm to speak? I'm so glad it's back to normal. I definitely, uh, you know, it was, it, this is my favorite event of the year, and, and that includes the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is always, like, very fun and awesome, but you get to see every team here, and everyone's zero zero we're all like right. it's all restarting and hope. i love all the hope. hope and i love all the this is the last time these draft prospects are nice like they turn into <laughs> you know like they're they're so weird after this but they're like nice it's like the innocence is gone after know, this right but they're so sweet they walk around and they're like ma'am i'm like oh, listen call us all miss even if you think i look really old call me miss doesn't matter like all of us so you know it's, it's just so like if it's my favorite part of football it is absolutely my favorite like and I'm glad it's back, and I love Indianapolis. It's just fun. like a big convention. We can talk about football with everyone. Just talk about football with everyone. And we get to talk about football with you. I, I want to start as we kind of look at look at the Colts and, and what direction they might be going. But I want to drill down on something here. Um, I, I know you have a, a very good analytics background, and that's something that you do really well at NFL Network. I want to throw something out at you. The Colts yeah. in 2021, they ran more plays on fourth down, run and pass plays, mm -hmm. than the only the Detroit Lions ran more plays between the first and third quarter yeah, I'm for on fourth down. Just, yeah. uh -huh. um, they had to. It's a difference. Right, they chose right. to. They yes, had to. Exactly. So, so, a little different. <laughs> so Frank Reich's, Frank Reich's willingness to go for it on fourth down, and by the way, convert about 70% of those. Yep analytically, that decision to go for it on fourth down seems yep. to be really taking hold around the yep. NFL. How do you see the, do you see the Colts kind of being at the top of that trend of kind of being ahead of the game on that front? So I think there's there's two things going on, right? The first thing is that there are teams who, before games start and before, you know, they're saying, we are a team that goes for it on fourth down. I believe that the Chargers did this. If you mm -hmm. were to ask the Chargers, I believe they said, our identity is going to be aggressive. We're, and it started off working really well because people weren't expecting it. But then the problem is, is they didn't adapt later on when people were on to them. Right, they were onto them. They were not the, the personnel. The, they were their tell. They only had this many plays in the playbook mm -hmm. for that. And so, what they like about what the Colts are doing is that they're being very situationally aware. Meaning, they didn't empty their their you know they didn't show us the entire playbook of fourth down plays mm -hmm. right in the beginning of the season and then just say we're just going to keep doing this. Mm -hmm. They strategically peppered them in. They did not start as the team who was coming in going for it the more and forth. So to me, they're actually doing it the right way. Meaning they're using the strategy and the situation that they're seeing in the game in order to make that decision when it matters like it, you obviously would like to make it with your neutral brain mm -hmm. but then if you're if and you're in the heat of the moment or whatever and i think brandon Staley was like this is our identity mm -hmm. yep. as opposed to the culture like, yeah our identity is when it makes sense we're going to do it but if it doesn't, we're right. not. It's, the, we're not just doing it to do it. There's right. all that discourse about the Chargers. And by the way, the Chargers converted 47% of their fourth but down if tries. You look at the beginning, they started off right. converting like like 80. So it was mm -hmm. like up to almost 80%, I think, at one point. Then, then but, but then people, because, yeah. they, because it was just like they had tells, right? It, mm -hmm. it, it was too much of their. But I do think overall in the league, teams are practicing fourth down situations and communicating to their players so that it's not like, hey, we're down by 21 points. Are we just going to like go for it because we, we have to? Like I think teams are like, no, we're going to strategically, this is when it's going to matter and this is the play we're going to do and because we believe in this. And they're, they're reframing it mm -hmm. so that it's a positive and not a like desperation, you know, ankle, yeah. bite. what is it, kneecap biting? 
Was it? Yeah. The Dan yeah. Campbell. In right. Detroit, yeah. yeah. I wanted we're, we're to bite kneecaps. I, right. I wanted to use this as a jumping off point, though, <laughs> yeah. to ask you, what do you think of Frank Reich? I really like Frank Reich. I think the interesting, like, I think all coaches, and I say this with lots of love, super boring at pressers. Like, I'm like, can we stop? Like, cause there's, they're not going to say anything to you. And Frank's like such a professional. Like, he has such a good poker face. Like, you kind of can't even tell when he's rattled. Like, he must be rattled at some point. But it's kind of like, boring answer number one. Boring answer number two. And and he does it so well. Like, that that is what he's supposed to be. Like, that is, he's doing his job, but it's boring for us. So, I I appreciate his boringness, and I appreciate when I track him and map his his play calling and uh-huh. decision making. I feel like he's one of those coaches that empowers his player. It feels as though there's no like penalty, like punitive, like you're out of this for this. Like it's, no, it doesn't feel like right. that because you can you can track those things, right? And he seems to be a person who makes smart decisions consist with a very consistent right. basis. So I, I'm a I'm a big fan. I just wish he would. I want to like get him drunk and see what he really said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like be like tell it, take some truth serum here. I want to know like what do you think of this? Like yeah, you, you probably know, like, you probably have a better chance of the truth serum than you do the alcohol. I know, but Frank. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like I, I'm not suggesting he become like <laughs> my point is that I would like him to. I bet you in his like uh, the conversations I've had with him that are like a bit more off the record. He's a little looser and more fun. I just wish he would be like come out and just oh, be. Like, is. super crazy he like, is. Just like tell us that like what do you want to try like what's the what's your favorite play in the playbook they all say kneel down victory formation right like that's <laughs> uh-huh, but yeah. like other than that like tell me what the next favorite play is you okay. know so yeah <laughs> that kind of thing well i mean the, the colts towards the end of the season they wanted to be more balanced than yeah. they were but obviously they became very run centered run centric with jonathan taylor i mean he was routinely over 20 carries do the you last feel like half a special like connection to him because of your last name like uh, maybe I, I do. Okay, I do yeah. actually. Yeah, okay. yeah. It may make yeah. sense. It's me. a special club. It, it you know? is obviously the Taylor <laughs> Club. You know. <laughs> but no, I mean, obviously, it's it's hard to justify taking carries away from Jonathan Taylor because totally. he makes yards when oftentimes there are no yards to be made. But but what did you make analytically again of of the Colts being sort of run dominated in the last half of the season? You know, it's a it's a luxury to be able to be run dominated because often you know. <laughs> the way that games go, they you can't. Like some people who would like to run more, they don't have the running back that consistently can earn those yards after cut, even if you have a great O-line. Mm-hmm. Like ask the Cowboys. They had a pretty good O-line a couple years ago, and they couldn't get any yards after contact anyways, right? So it is not – it shows how special Jonathan Taylor is. So you have to acknowledge the – things that your player does disproportionately well absolutely and and keep going with those things so i think it's a testament to jonathan taylor and the o-line and 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 also those were everyone knew the colts were gonna run and they still were effective with it yeah like no one was tricked no one was like they're gonna pass nope they're gonna run (laughs) right you know like and and so it just shows you that that run that run strategy was was effective and working and a lot like i said a lot of teams would have loved that luxury so there's no i'm not a i'm not an analytics person it's like don't run and running backs have no value i don't think that's true at all i don't think you should overpay any player at any position ever just don't because it's a lot easier to win if you have more good players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Math, right? But, yeah. but right, like <laughs> Makes more good players, you win more. So right. you know, it's 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 interesting. You know, I, I think you're just showing the value of a Jonathan Taylor. Like that to me was it was a testament to him. But towards the end of the season, teams are crowding the box. I mean, you know, yep. the Raiders made no bones about it. You're not going to run the ball on us that day. Were you surprised the Colts didn't take more of an, an advantage in the passing game outside the numbers towards the end? I believe there was probably a reason for it. So I, I don't, you know, I, I, I never can watch a game because now that I know the people and what it, what it takes to figure this out, like we never know. Like just because someone's 
playing in a game doesn't mean they're 100% healthy. Doesn't mean, you mm-hmm. know, you're never, when's 100%? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's not like video games where you have like, you're 80% yeah. charged. You're, you know, we don't know, right? So I would imagine there was a reason for it. Of course, I would have liked to take them, to see them take more chances outside the numbers and deep. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, that's really fun. Like, we, yeah. we all, who doesn't like that's fun? football. But it's, it's something was, something was probably not, there was a reason for it. I don't, I don't think these people are like, you know what, I was just going to do something that doesn't work and keep doing it and see if it suddenly starts working. I once had a player tell me when I asked him, it was maybe week 13 or 14, like, all right, you know, are, are you back to 100%? And he's like, what are you talking about? It's week 14. No one's 100%. No, no one's 100%. That doesn't exist. No. When, no. When you think about, though, kind of how the Colts season ended, how yep. do you square the, the quarterback performance with how the season ended um, and then also kind of taking a larger, larger view of the whole season. I'm a banker. So I, I make, you know, I think of, I think of, some people come from a more of a really true statistics background. And I, I, I went to school. I got the, I, you know, I have grades in those classes that are good. But like, I'm, I'm a, I need to make decisions with time in mind. So when I look at the situation, I believe that you have a, you have a, a, a better than average quarterback. But if, but life is about time. And if you, if the sunk costs can't, consider them so if this is not the right decision going forward and you can't get the ultimate wins by the way this is probably a good time to keep capitalizing in this division because i'm questioned the the jags questions Mm -hmm. big questions for the texans and that's two of four teams so get get that and the afc is super hard they look at all the look at the difference between the can you just move to the nfc for a year because like (laughs) like honestly like there's two good teams in the nfc right look at the quarterbacks and if aaron Rodgers somehow randomly bails for an (laughs) afc team like maybe you have russell wilson maybe like kyler murray could leave i mean there's so many like so many there are not a lot of great quarterbacks in the nfc compared to the a like just it's just true and it's it's interesting because you got to kind of capitalize on those situations so i think this i'm i'm very interested to see how free agency goes because either there's a lot of there's a lot of players on your team that I really really like. I think are underrated nationally. Obviously, you know I, I cover the whole league, so we don't. Mm-hmm. And, and then Hard Knocks made people a bit more familiar with the team just overall. But like, I mean, I, I think people understand how special Darius Leonard is. But are mm-hmm. you know there are many other players on the team too that are quite special that we don't talk about. So this is a team that maybe is a quarterback away from like. And I and I I don't know like I maybe that's controversial. But if you believe it's sunk cost, if if it, if it is not there. <laughs> decision if that is not where they want to go then yeah move forward because you don't get a big window to win a super bowl <laughs> at all well you're, you're talking about some fascinating things and i know you got to run because you have an incredibly busy day today but wrapping up here i'd like to talk about you because you yeah. are very as you said you've got the background in statistics and analytics and yeah. numbers and obviously your you know financials and things like that so you're very very bright when, when did you start to combine Mm -hmm. that with football and when did you think hey I can make a career out of this I can do both so I when I was in business school so I started business school 2008 was my summer and I spent that summer at the league office I cold emailed the CFO of the NFL he had come from Goldman Sachs and I had read his equity research his name is Anthony Noto he's now at SoFi it all comes full circle right Mm -hmm. SoFi Stadium Uh was a super it was crazy so long story short I had cold emailed him asked him for a job during business school and in that job I one of the projects I worked on was season inventory restructuring how many games is the right number and then preseason we needed the, the objectives in mind are to keep more 
more teams playoff eligible for longer because that drives television ratings. And television ratings is how we, you know, the, the mm -hmm. major source of our of our revenue for this industry. So what's we need to put the best product on the field because we need to have more close games. Parity is mm -hmm. what makes our league so special. It is very true. And that parity then leads to more competitive games, leads to more playoff potential. Sure. And, and we, and more we, fan base is interested longer. Exactly. And I, I literally sat with the competition committee and I did not ever know that there you could make a job out of watching film and like making it to my the coaches they you eat snacks it's fun <laughs> and they have so much fun. they're passionate about it and yeah. like sometimes they're like oh they're like fun like big have you always loved football though i love football. i grew up in yeah. east lansing michigan so okay. i, I grew okay. up yeah. michigan state you know spartan yeah. country i didn't go there but you know i i sure. went to bc and then northwestern so not quite the same but i was there during matt ryan year so it was it was good <laughs> yeah. for me it was good for me but um but you know i always loved football and i was I, and I, I loved doing those things and mapping one to the other, and I kind of realized I could make a career out of it then. Pretty cool. Random, right? R no. Don't take my path. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how, like, the whole rest of the, like, broadcast part came in really weird ways, but, you know, you start where you start. Absolutely, and it's working out incredibly well. Very, very fascinating chat. I wish we could do it longer, but I know you got to run, but thank you yeah, so much I'll for your time. I'll come back anytime. We'll do off-season <laughs> chat one more time for sure. Thanks for having me.